Hey y'all, it's Lauren. This week, I'm talking about friendship and being in a funk. This is the Chicks and Dip Podcast. What's up, y'all? It's Lauren with another episode of the Chicks and Dip podcast. I'm so happy y'all are here. Um, Before I get into anything today, I have something very exciting to tell y'all up top. Um, This, when this episode comes out, yeah, it'll be this Saturday is the 12 bars of Christmas, Christmas bar crawl, okay? Um, This is another bar crawl here in Savannah, and the last two that I've done have been so fun. Um, This one is on Saturday, December 10th at 4 p.m., and by the end of the crawl, this is really funny to me, everybody will have walked the distance of a 5K, so come get your exercise in on a bar crawl, you guys. Um, No, it'll be really fun. You're supposed to dress up ugly sweater, Santa, elf, whatever kind of Christmas attire you want, and uh, you will get a photo with Santa before you start the crawl, so that's really fun. Um, But I've got a discount code for y'all. You can get 50% off your ticket using code CHIPS, Um, so just look up 12 bars of Christmas and then use code CHIPS at checkout, and you will get that awesome discount, and this will also be um, in the link tree on our Instagram and Facebook, so check that out. yeah, I can't wait. I got to figure out my outfit. I've got like a bunch of different ugly sweaters. But the thing about my ugly sweaters is that they're cute ugly. You know what I mean? Like I don't do true ugly sweater. Like my ugly sweater, that's my favorite one, is red and it has a bunch of little green dinosaurs on it. So like it's actually like cute as hell. It's just like the coloring of it. You know, like red and green is always a little bit tacky, but it's fabulous. Anyway, 12 bars of Christmas, y'all. I can't wait for it. So today, I'm going to try a solo episode, and you know what? Y'all just, y'all hang in there. I think it's going to be good. I've got a lot of things that have been on my mind. It's the week after Thanksgiving when I'm recording this. So, you know, I've just gotten back from driving all over creation, so I've got a lot of things to say. Um, It's going to be fun, and I'm going to start with (laughs) something funny that I found out on our car ride. So for Thanksgiving, my family, we went to Mississippi. So I went to my parents' house. Then we went to Mississippi to see like all the extended family. I got to see my great grandma. It was so nice. Um, But that being said, there was a lot of driving time. And so for the first time in like, I'm not kidding, like years, my whole family was in the car on a road trip together. Cause usually now like I'm coming from a different place or my sister's coming from school or something like that. Um, But it was the true fam road trip experience. It was me and Rachel in the back, my mom and dad in the front, and then the two dogs in our laps in the back seat. And one of the dogs, his name is Finn. He's a perfect angel, but that dog (laughs) gets so carsick. And it's not like the motion. It's truly that he's like terrified of the car. So he'll like start shaking and drooling and get himself so worked up until he finally throws up. So we're driving down the the highway and I'm like, oh, like he seems pretty good. He like starts to stand up and like hangs his head like kind of like the way you hang your head in the toilet, like when you're hungover and you know it's about to happen. Like that's what he was doing. And instead of just like doing it on the towel I had prepared for him, he like literally last second swings his head over to my leg and is like, and <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard a little dog throw up, but it's just one, one yak. Like there's no gag or production about it. It's just, 
and and then it's that's it that's the whole stomach <laughs> and i'm like so i got my seatbelt on and i'm like arching my back like holding my leg up off the chair like bro are you freaking kidding me like this whole car and you threw up on my thigh like oh my god so that was the start of the road trip and pretty much it was smooth sailing from then on out like the thing about finn is once he throws up once he's pretty good like he's tired because he weighs like four pounds so he threw up and now he's like done he's got to sleep for six hours um so he really settled down and um then we got to talking about just movies um we love and we got to talking about rocky and all the rocky movies and i learned something about my sister um that was really funny she said that she thought rocky like sylvester stallone like the character, the actor, all of it was was one actual person, a real person named Rocky. And I said, why did you think that? And she said the only reason she thought that is because she's seen his photo on the wall of a Beef O'Brady's. <laughs> and I was like, like, <laughs> is that all that it takes? Like, I'm going to put my own photo on the wall of a Beefo Brady's and I want people to think like I'm an Olympic athlete. Like, <laughs> it just tickled me. Like, I don't know if anyone else thinks that is so funny, but I was like, you know, like, I think that whenever I first watched that movie, I definitely Googled like, is this a true story? Like, is Rocky a real boxer? But like, I never crossed my mind as to why I thought that in <laughs> a photo on the wall of a Beefo Brady's. <laughs> definitely didn't cross my mind <laughs> y'all so that made me laugh for a hot 20 minutes on this road trip um really funny so flash forward we get there <laughs> it's thanksgiving day and we're at my grandma's house and her kitchen is the <laughs> size of Probably this set. I was going to say this studio, but it's probably the size of this set that you're looking at right now. Um, and so my dad and my uncle get in the kitchen and they're like, we're taking over. Like, we're going to finish up this cooking and we're going to eat because we tried to eat at like 1030. We didn't eat till like 12. Um, but that's how everybody's Thanksgiving goes. You know, like you all have a plan and then you get there and it just falls apart. And somebody in the family has got to step up to the plate and say, everybody get out of this kitchen. I'm in charge. <laughs> so... That's what uh, my dad and my uncle did. And so we're all like hiding in the living room, but we're all still trying to like listen. Um, so we're all sitting there like ears open, TV on mute, listening to the conversations in the kitchen. And I hear my dad talking to my grandma <laughs> and he's talking about moving the oven racks down because we had like eight sheets of dressing <laughs> and we had, you know, we were all starving. So we're like, how can we rearrange this oven to make this go as fast as possible and squeeze as much shit in this oven as we can? So he's telling my grandma he wants to move the oven rack down and she's trying to tell him that it won't work. Like it won't get cooked all the way through if it's not on the top rack. Like they're going back and forth, going back and forth. <laughs> and finally, my dad hollers. He goes, it will work. I'm an engineer. <laughs> and y'all, my whole family hiding in the living room was like, ah, ah. He did not just pull the engineering card. No, it was so, 
just got me thinking like, what's a situation that I could be a know-it-all and say, this will work. I'm a podcaster. Like I, (laughs) I just don't know if this is a career path whenever I have that, you know, if I'm ever going to have that power. Um, I can't think of it. So if you can think of a situation where that will be my big burn, please let me know. (laughs) It was so funny though. And uh, maybe I'll share this if I can get permission. I'll, I'll share this as the visual aid, but I actually got a video of my sister's boyfriend, who is also an engineer shortly after that comment was made. And his reaction was so funny. His reaction was like eyebrows up to his like hairline, like, oh, shit, he said it. It was so funny. Um, Yeah, so that's that's honestly that's kind of my Thanksgiving recap. Um, Other than that, I will just say it's really, really nice. Like I've mentioned to a lot of people that um, I went to see my great grandmother and it's like kind of crazy that I have a great grandmother at 25, you know, like I've, most of my friends were like, wow, that's incredible. And like, I guess I just don't really think about it. Um, but it really is cool. Mamaw's like old and I'm very happy that she's still here. She's, she's awesome. Um, so that was really cool to go visit her. Um, it's been a while since I lived in Savannah. I haven't really gotten to go out to visit the whole fam that often. So that was really cool. Sweetness. Thankful. (laughs) I've got a couple other things that have been on my mind. Um, And all of these also, like, I I want you to know everything I'm talking about today was a conversation that I had with my family in the car. Um, One of these, I want to say this before I tell this story, that I don't know what it's like to plan a pregnancy announcement. Okay, so like, who am I to judge? Who am I to judge? But I'm about to. (laughs) my uh my friend um Annalise and I chatted about this a little bit and she brought it to my attention initially like several months ago but since then I have noticed this a few times and I just feel like I need to talk about it um number one I'm getting to that age I keep saying it but it's really really crazy like my uh social media feed is just flooded with people announcing that they're pregnant which like I'm so happy for you guys but it's just crazy. I didn't expect to turn 25 and to see so many people having babies. I'm not ready. I, nope. Wild. But a few of the pregnancy announcements that I saw back in the fall <laughs> were people announcing and having like a an iPhone photo shoot at like the state fair. And <laughs> again, again, I'm not trying to be... <laughs> a judgy bitch but I just I just want to talk about what is the thought process there you know what I mean like did you get the sonogram and say I know where we're going after this we're going straight to the state fair or have you been carrying around the sonogram waiting for the right setting to take a picture to make the announcement and you like stepped onto the fairgrounds and you were like this is it I just Maybe y'all have fonder memories of the state fair than me, but like that shit is filthy. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm scared of the rides. They get put up in like five seconds and it's just gross. And I don't know if anybody from the Mississippi, Mississippi area remembers this, but at some point the chicken on a stick, I think was like 
a little food poisoning action. Like there was one night that I went there and I heard of a couple people getting the chicken on a stick and like throwing their guts up. So like, I I think that that is just seared into my (laughs) memory of the state fair. So like you will not catch me announcing an engagement or my baby at the state fair. It's filthy. (laughs) Like I'm good. I'm good. So if anyone has any feedback, like if, Actually, no, I don't want to hear it. If you were someone who did that, I'm just going to apologize for kind of roasting you. And I don't need to hear your explanation. It's your life. Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, but that kind of segues into another conversation that we had um, in the car. Things that are like seared into my memory. Um, there, I feel like there's like a section of everybody's brain that is things that freak me out. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I don't mean just like, ew, like I hate pimple popping videos. I mean, things that like freak you out, like to your core. Um, And, you know, like the chicken on a stick probably freaks me out more than I'd like to let on it does. But things that really, really freak me out. I wrote down a few. Y'all already know if you've been here for a while, you already know that animals having sex scares the shit out of me. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I don't care what kind of animal, big or small. I don't even like Finn that I talked about earlier. Whenever he just gets a little hump in on like a pillow or something, I, oh, horrible. I don't want to see it. Put that thing away. It's so gross to me. Other things that extremely freak me out and will for the rest of time. The song Shake It by Metro Station. (laughs) Calvin, do you know that song? You know that song. Okay. I don't know what it is about that song. Actually, I do know exactly what it is. And I, ew, I'm going to start sweating thinking about it. There's a part in the song. Ew, ew, ew. Whenever he's talking about, like, I guess he's talking about coming over to the girl's house. And it's the way, ew, ew, I'm about to throw up. I think he's talking about coming in her window. But there's like an innuendo behind that. And he says something. He's whispering, which I also hate. And he says, so I can get inside. Ew, 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 ew. Bro, I don't care if you're talking about the window. We know what you're talking about. That's fucking weird. It's ew, ew. My mom's going to be mad that I just cursed, but I'm worked up. Like, the song Shake It is so freaky to me. It just grosses me out. It freaks me out. And like, I don't even know what the singer from Metro Station looks like or acts like. I'd like to think he's a good guy, but I can't ever get past that whispering line of the song Shake It and like, People love that song. People put that on and they're like, yes, a banger. And I literally have to leave the room. Like, ew. Ew. Another song. (laughs) This is a great song, but something about it also freaks me out to the point of like a physical reaction. Um, Y'all know that song, Another Brick in the Wall? I love that song. My dad like sings that. He strums it on the guitar. We love that song in our family. But the music video, I don't know if y'all have seen that, scarred me for life. I think I might have watched it too young, but it's like deep into my brain. It's seared in my brain how scary and freaky it is. Have you seen that? Calvin said he hasn't seen that. Consider yourself lucky. It's like a bunch of kids and they're like brainwashed into walking into like a meat grinder and they like come out as little sausage links. Thank you. I know he's making like a face and I agree. (laughs) It's like, and I don't know how old I was when I watched it. I I have no idea, 
but it just like scared me forever. And like every time I hear that song, I just have to do a little like shimmy cringe because it's just horrifying. <laughs> Ew. And the last thing that I am going to tell you all about that lives in the section of my brain called things that freak me out. Um, there's this episode of Criminal Minds and I hope somebody else has seen it, but I don't remember all the details because again, it freaks me out so much. I've tried to like block it, but there's an episode of Criminal Minds where there's like a kid and he's like a murderer. Um, yeah, he like I, I, there's like a scene he's in the car and he like stabs his mom with like a knife and I want to say he also killed like a sibling. I don't know. I don't know. But something about like a 12 year old being a murderer freaked me out. <laughs> like, I think because I watched it when I was like probably like 14 or something. And I was like, whoa, like he's my age. How could he kill somebody? You know what I mean? Like, ew. So I, I don't know why, but like, I just, I swear there's like some, I think they're early memories. Those are the ones that like sear into a deep, dark, like part of your brain. And it's like, you know, it's different. It's a different section than like life experience, like bad things that have happened in your real life. It's like things that you've seen on TV or like consumed in music. Like there's like a whole section of my brain of things that just made, like they gave me the ick, but it's like beyond the ick. It's like the ick that won't unick ever. It's like forever seared in my memory. Ew. Shake it by Metro stations. <laughs> Disgusting. Well, anyways. <laughs> Those are <laughs> Calvin is just <laughs> giggling behind the camera. Um, this is fun, you guys. I'm making a solo podcast more often. I feel like I'm just talking into the void. I feel like I blacked out. I don't even know what I just told you guys. Anyway, I do have an actual topic today. Um, I'm not sure what I'm going to title this at this point, but I, I have an idea. It's called crying in my enchilada. Um, I hope that's what I, I land on. And if you are watching this now and it's a different title, send me a text and be like, bitch, crying in my enchilada was way better. But before I explain why it's going to be titled that, let me tell you about neutral. I have finally got the cranberry on the set today, y'all. I have been hyping up cranberry so much, but it's like officially after Thanksgiving, Christmas is on the horizon. Also, at the time I'm recording this, my freaking birthday is on the horizon. Um, so cranberry is my favorite pack. So that's why it's here today. I love it. And it's perfect for Christmas time. Um, the cranberry is really good. I've got cranberry orange and classic cranberry right in front of me. And I will say I'm not really somebody who like loves to go to the bar and get like a vodka crayon, but this is good. Like this to me doesn't taste like a vodka crayon. It's really light and crispy and the flavors like the cranberry orange and crayon apple, like add a splash of something unexpected and really good. Um, and I also just want to shout out, I had several people text me over Thanksgiving and be like, thanks so much for the neutral wreck. Like this was great to drink, uh, at the tailgate. Cause there was a lot of football on this weekend, or this was great to drink at my Thanksgiving dinner table. And so I just want you guys to know like thank you for trying it and send me your feedback like I love this product and I hope you do too and I want to hear where y'all are drinking it and all that um but all that to say pick up a, a pack of cranberry neutral uh wherever you get your liquor or order it at a bar it's really good they have it everywhere um but thanks so much neutral for supporting the chicks into podcast okay our topic today we're going to talk about being in a funk F-U-N-K. <laughs> I feel like I've kind of been in a funk um, for a couple of weeks. 
Um, and I think that that happens to a lot of people, you know, and, and I get on this show every week and we kind of talk about a topic and, you know, sometimes I give advice, even though like, who am I to give advice? But you know, I, I give advice or I bring somebody on to give advice. And so I just like, again, always want to be honest with you guys and tell you every now and then I get in a little bit of a funk and I've been in one and sometimes you don't even realize you're in one until someone calls you out. And that's exactly what happened to me. So I'm going to tell y'all about it. <clears throat> so I went home, um, obviously for Thanksgiving, but then I also went home like to my parents' house, like a couple days before that. So I had a couple days and I had like the mom daughter day. Um, and I don't know, you know, all of you might not have the relationship that I do with my mother, but we are very close. Um, I talk to her daily and is it the audio all right? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I was about to get on a tangent. I had to double check. Um, but I had like a full mom daughter day and we haven't had that in a while. So like we got pedicures, we got the car washed, um, all kinds of stuff. And my mom, she had asked me, she was like, is everything okay with you? And I was like, yeah, like totally. And she was like, okay. And then we get to a Mexican restaurant and she gets one margarita in me and she's like, I'm going to ask you again. I feel like something's off with you. Are you okay? And I was like, let me just think about, am I good? And I just like kind of started talking about some things that like I've have been on my mind, like not, I didn't think that they had been on my mind that much. Um, but once I started talking, <laughs> let me tell you, the floodgates kind of opened. Like I just started talking about just some things that have been going on my in my life recently. And I was full crying at the Mexican restaurant. We were sitting at the bar with this big ass margarita and I was just crying and just venting to my mom. And so then <laughs> our waitress came over, she gave us our food and I had like pulled it together. Right. And, uh, then I just kept talking and then, you know, like the floodgates open, like crying comes in waves, you know? So like I had pulled it together to try to eat. I took one bite of my food and then I started crying again. And literally I was crying in my enchilada. So there's, there's the title. There you go, people. But crying in my enchilada at lunch, our waitress was so sweet. She came over and she's like, is everything good? And I was like, you mean the food or me? <laughs> Cause the food is great and I'm unsure. <laughs> But, um, I just, I tell you all this and I'm, you know, I'm going to dive into like what's been going on with me a little bit more, but I think that sometimes whenever you're in a funk, you don't really realize it until like you get number one out of town. That was really good for me to get away from my apartment, get away from everything. And two, to be around someone, whether it's your mom, your cousin, your aunt, your sister, your best friend, someone who can like read you better than you can yourself. You know, like sometimes you need somebody to just do like a wellness check <laughs> and be like, what's going on? I feel some weird vibes. And so when like once she said that and got me kind of talking, it was really good. It felt like a release for me. Um, and so, you know, I, I don't want y'all to worry about me like nothing. It's not anything life changing, but, um, I will just say like, uh, how do I want to say this recently? Um, Hmm. You know what? Recently I have lost a friend. That's all I'll, you know, y'all text me. Um, <laughs> but I, I have lost a friend. Um, and I've spoken before about like my kind of friendships. Um, you know, I, I really don't let a lot of people, um, get kind of very, very close to me personally. Um, 
you know, I don't really know why, but um, I just kind of always keep like my friends at like a friend level. Like there's a, a small, small handful of people who are in that like close emotional circle with me. And they're like my lifelong friends. You know, I mean, I talk about Brooks, Annalise, Heath, my sister, all of these people. And they're the ones that like really, really get in there. And so it's hard for me to let, um, you know, people get close to me. And, um, you know, whenever someone you know, hurts you and, and does something to you and a friendship falls apart. Um, it's sad. And so I think that I've kind of been in a funk without realizing it because I haven't really been leaning into like the hurt that I've been feeling. Um, and I think that there's a lot of people who do that, especially, I mean, it's the holidays, like life happens. Like I've got this, you know, business that I'm working on. And so I've just like really kept myself busy with work. And, you know, I've just been kind of like cleaning my house like a maniac and (laughs) trying to work out. But I started to feel it because I really felt unmotivated to do all of those things. Like I was cleaning my house like crazy, but I was literally forcing myself to, and I didn't feel like going to the gym for the last couple of weeks. And I was forcing myself to go. And, um, Whenever I talked to my mom, like it just kind of felt so good to cry and to lean into that. And she like just gave me really good advice. She was like, Lauren, like you've got to recognize like that you are feeling hurt right now. Like that is allowed and you've got to lean into that because like the longer you you hold out on feeling that, then like the more built up it's going to become. And she was so right. Like. I wasn't really sleeping that great, you know, like the couple days before that, because I just had a lot on my mind and, and I was just like trying to keep busy and like lean away from that emotion. And, um, once she got it out of me, y'all, I slept like a freaking baby like that night. And last night I slept so good. And so I think that like, I wanted to share this with y'all because I think that everybody goes through funks, you know, whether it is, you know, like a a friend hurting you, maybe it's a breakup, maybe it's something at work. Who knows? I mean, it could be literally anything. But sometimes I think that we just get in little ruts where it's like we have to force ourselves to exercise and force ourselves to eat healthy and force ourselves to go to dinner with our friends. And um, I think you just have to lean into that for a second. Acknowledge how you're feeling deep, deep down. It's uncomfortable. You're going to cry in your Mexican food, but you have to do that um, so that you can come out better. Um, I think it's really important to have a good cry. And that's something, you know, I, it was very weird because that's something that I always have been pretty good about. Like if something's bothering me, I'll go sit in the bathtub, light a candle and cry that shit out. Um, And so this one, I think it was just, I don't know. I think life has just been kind of busy lately. And so I just haven't really made time to feel those emotions and like fully process that. Um, And so I just encourage you, you know, if you're in a rut, like think about why, like really have some time to yourself or have some time with your mom or whoever it is that you confide in and and really think about why you're in a funk and feel that emotionally. Um, And then I think you have to just pull yourself up and decide like we're getting out of this. And so that's what I've been trying to do this week. I, I told my mom I haven't even felt like washing my hair and doing my makeup. Like I haven't just been laying in the bed. I've been working, but like I've last week I went to some meetings with like nasty hair. Not like nasty where like the client noticed. It wasn't like that. I'm like, I'm okay. But like, y'all know me. I like to look cute. Like I love to get up and do my makeup. I love to regularly wash my hair and style it. And I just haven't really been motivated to. I've been wearing like just concealer in my eyebrows. And like, that is unlike me. I like a full face. (laughs) And so, you know, you, 
you have to kind of make an effort. I don't think that by crying out your your funk, you're going to just come out of it. I think you have to try. And so like literally yesterday I got up, I washed my hair, I dermaplaned my face, I tanned last night, and today I did my makeup. My hair is a little... You know, my hair isn't the best because I have a hair appointment tomorrow. So I'm trying to hold out there. But the makeup looks good. The tan is on point. I'm wearing an outfit that I like and I'm feeling better. I have made the decision that I'm getting out of this and I'm going to feel better. And so I worked out yesterday. That felt good. We cooked at home last night. That felt really good. I turned all my Christmas lights on. That felt really good. And so, again, I just think that everybody goes through a funk. And so, you know, if you're in one, just you got this. That's all I want to tell y'all. Um... I don't know. And I also just want to touch on like something else that me and my mom talked about. Like 25 is a very weird age. You know, like I, I'm about to turn 26. So of course, you know, like I'm just thinking about my year, thinking about whatever, but it's just like kind of weird because I feel like I'm not quite at the place of thinking like long, long, long term, if that makes sense. Um, Like I'm not thinking about my retirement at this moment. I'm sure somebody out there is like screaming into their like phone right now. Like you should be, you're probably right. But I'm, I'm just not, you know, like I'm, I'm not thinking that far down the line yet, but I'm starting to have those thoughts, you know, like I'm thinking about like homeownership and like my little savings account that I want to grow. And I'm thinking of, you know, like where I would like to travel in the next five years. And so that's just kind of a weird age because like previously, uh, number one, I didn't have enough money to think about any of that. Um, not that I have a ton of money now, but I'm starting to think I'd like to, you know, like that's, that's kind of where I'm at, like maturity wise. And at this age, looking on to 26, like I, I'd like to just, I was about to say, I'd like to get more serious, but I don't want that to freak y'all out. Y'all know me. I'm never going to stop being me. But I would like to just like maybe get a little more serious about like some goals and stuff that I have. And and I think that that's normal um, to be feeling that way in your 20s. But it's just like kind of a weird time, you know, because like I'm thinking about things that I've never thought about before. And I know that's how life works. Like I'm sure whenever I turn 30, I'm going to think about stuff I'm not thinking about right now. And same whenever I turn 50 and 70 and whatever. Um, but it's just weird. And so I think that it's just easy to get in like a funk and get in your head. And I just want you guys to know, shake that shit off. Shake it off. We got this. But. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't really have that much else to say, but I guess I'll touch on friendship a little bit while we're here. Um, I will say this about friends. Um. Right now, like part of this funk that I keep saying that word, I'm sorry, maybe I should just make the title funk, F-U-N-K. Um, <laughs> part of this funk being specific to friendship, um, me just as a person and as a personality, like I love to, to talk to people. I love to meet new people. And right now I just can't explain it other than to tell you, like, I just feel like I'm on the defense right now. Um, like I'm having a really hard time. Um wanting to make new friends you know what I mean like I um I don't I don't want it I just straight up don't want it (laughs) right now um and I think that's okay and and of course I don't mean that in like a a shady way at all but like I want to be friends with every single one of you listening right now but you know what I'm saying like there's a there's a mood that you're in whenever you want to go to dinner with people and you want to get to know them and that's like me I love talking to people I love asking questions about people I want to know like when you were born every detail up until this current moment at dinner right now like I I love to hear about people's lives 
And lately, since this whole friendship falling apart happened, I don't want it. Like, I'm not interested. I'm in my no new friends era is what they'd say. But I want to come out of that, you know. Um, And so I just want to be honest with you guys and tell you that if you're going through that, I think you can pull yourself out of that, too. And I'm trying. Um, That's what this whole show is about is not trying to have all my shit together and, you know, have my act together all the time. Um, sometimes you have a little rut and that's okay. That's okay. You guys, um, I don't know. It's just, I think that I'm just like kind of, I've been in a weird headspace for the last couple of weeks and I'm ready to get out of it. And so I think that, you know, part of me saying all that stuff about washing my hair and getting motivated and blah, blah, blah. I think that with me, taking care of myself and deciding that like, we're not sulking about this anymore. Um, I think that something that will come with that is me wanting to, you know, be around people more. Like, I think that I I can, I can feel it. I would love to go have a happy hour with somebody who wants to go like somebody send me a message. I'm up for it. Um, but I just want to encourage you if you are struggling with friendship, um, whether you've lost one or whether you're trying to make new friends, I know how hard it is to meet new people as an adult. And I know the feeling, especially right now, I know the feeling of not wanting to go hang out with new people. And it's not because you're a shy person or whatever. I'm the opposite of that. But I know that sometimes you just don't want to do it. And I just want to encourage you if you're trying to make new friends or or whatever your friend situation is to just try. Um, Because I think that we're better for that. You know, like, I think that that makes us better. I think that makes us more well-rounded whenever we try to, you know, engage and get those people close to us. And I know it's hard. Like, I have got freaking trust issues. And that's the thing. Like, my trust issues, I had a, a lovely parents, never been cheated on that I'm aware of. And, you know... It's all my trust issues come from friendships, you know, like I think that friendships can hurt you and and make you feel like you keep your guard up with people um, just as much as relationships can. And so I definitely want to validate anybody who's going through it, you know, feeling untrustworthy with your friends. I think that's totally normal totally normal. And it's hard, man, whenever you're 25, like everybody's changing so quickly. And, and it's a time whenever, you know, like you're trying, like I said earlier, you're trying to think about your goals and stuff. And so sometimes friends don't come with you with that. Um, and I think that's okay. Um, but it can definitely make you feel sad and hurt. And so I just, again, just lean into that for a second and then pull yourself out of it because like, we've got this, we've got this, we got it. Anyways. I feel like I don't really have that much else to say to you guys. I have no idea how long this has been recording. Calvin, how long have we been going? Five minutes? Calvin just held up five fingers. Five minutes? 45 minutes. Okay. (laughs) Look, I'll wrap it up. I'm going to just keep rambling if I stay here for too long. 35. This is short. Should I just keep rambling? Do y'all want to hear 25 more minutes of this crap? I don't think y'all do. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that's happened to me in the last couple of days. Hmm. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and tell you my birthday theme. This will be a fun way to end this because by the time this comes out, y'all will have seen the photos. Hopefully, um, I saw this on TikTok. My birthday theme is Lauren's favorite things. So I made a spreadsheet. Um, 
which maybe I'll like reflect. Let me tell you some of my like former birthday themes. Let's do that. Um, so I love a theme. We've talked about this before. Whenever I talked about hosting, I think the first theme party for my birthday that I ever did was my 21st birthday. I did diamonds and rosé and we were in college. So there were no real diamonds and half of my friends were not 21. So there was only a little bit of rosé. Um, but everybody wore like rose goldy colors and pink and wore a bunch of like Amazon diamonds. It was so fun. Um, then I did the winter wonderland for 22, 23. I did space cowboy and that shit was fun. Some people like dressed as a full alien. Some people did full cowboy and like I did an in-between. I was like a silver cowboy with like alien green in my hair or something. It was so fun. Then for 24, this one was so good. I did 24 karat gold for my 24th birthday. So everybody wore gold. Amazing. Um, for 25, what did I do for 25? Oh, duh. Oh my God. I did silent disco prom. Um, so I got the silent disco headphones and I had three of my friends make three different playlists for the channels. And then everybody wore their prom dresses. And let me tell y'all what, I really went home to my parents' house like I was going to have the most success trying on my prom dresses again. Like I have not grew an inch. I was like, yeah, they'll all fit. I've told you how small I was in high school. And I don't mean small in a good way. I mean like freakishly small. So I don't know where I was thinking it would work. <laughs> I tried to put on the one that I actually wore to like my junior prom. It was like no hope. No, like got up to my thighs and I was like, I'm going to rip it. And my mom's like, don't rip it. Your daughter will wear it one day. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. So prom was really fun. And so for 26, we're doing Lauren's favorite things. So I made this spreadsheet and I literally wrote out here. I'm going to pull it up for y'all. I wrote out all of my favorite things and I had everybody who's coming pick a costume. Oh, wow. Some more people have written in it. This is so exciting. I'm going to read y'all a few of these. Mr. Kim, my cat, my giant beanbag. Taylor Swift, a vanilla latte, screwball whiskey, purple hair, self-tanning, podcasting, HelloFresh, Mississippi State Bulldogs, Alan Jackson, Coach Ed Orgeron, only when he's coaching for LSU, <laughs> New York City, The Hangover, Mean Girls, Egg Rolls, Bravo TV, Talking About My Taxi License, <laughs> Orange Theory Fitness, Disco Balls, Hating Pickles. I mean, that's about half of them. Like this spreadsheet is huge. I have just, there's 40 things that people can choose from to dress up as um, on this list. And so the ones that honestly, Alan Jackson got claimed first. Rachel has claimed Alan Jackson. Uh, Cameron is going to be Harry Styles. I can't wait for that. The Hangover has been taken. Coach O has been taken. Purple hair has been taken. Taylor Swift, Bradley Cooper, all of those are taken. I really, really. The, okay, so the taxi license one. Have I told you about the taxi license? Calvin, have I told you about that? Oh my goodness. This episode is just taking a, a turn. Um, so my taxi license is something that I don't shut up about. Like, I, I'm surprised that I haven't told it on this podcast. Um, but Cameron has heard me tell every Uber driver I've ever had about my taxi license. <laughs> so what it was, was uh, when I was in college, I needed extra money. 
um, like all college kids do. And so I got a job. Um, there was a company where it was like these souped up golf carts. And this was like before Uber hit Starkville. Um, there were these souped up golf carts and you would just call a number and there was like an app on the driver's phone and they'd be like, hello. And you could be like, Hey, I need a ride home. I'm at classroom. And the golf cart would come and get you. <laughs> classroom is a bar. <laughs> That's how I would sound whenever I called myself. <laughs> but, um, the golf cart would come get you. They had seat belts. At one point they had doors on the side of them. They had bumping music and like you could get the aux cord, you just pay on Venmo. It was awesome. Um, and the best part about it was the driver got to keep all the tips. So I got a job doing that. My parents were scared to freaking death because uh, they're like, what is your job now? And I'm like, I'm going to be driving a golf cart on the actual road from the hours of like 11 p.m. to like 4 a.m. And they're like, no. And I was like, it's fine. It's fine. And um, to drive it, I had to go to the courthouse and get a taxi license. And everyone thinks I'm lying. And it is at my parents' house somewhere. And every time I go home, I try to figure out where it is. I don't know where it is. But I'm telling you, I got a taxi license and had my picture on it it was like state of mississippi like taxi driver license i don't know what it said um but i got it before i turned 21 and i would use it as like my alternate id <laughs> i've told you i've never had a fake id like the thought of getting an actual fake id like really like scared me i thought that i would like go to jail for that i don't know what the actual punishment is maybe they just take it i don't know but i thought that i was like gonna get like federal prison time if uh, I had a fake ID that I ordered online. So in lieu of that, I would either just jump the fence of the bar or I would uh, go up there and be like, oh, my God, I forgot my wallet at home. But this purse has my taxi license in it. Will that work? And it doesn't have my birth date on it. But people are just like, you know, on the spot. All these people are like, oh, yeah, your taxi license. You've got to be 21 to drive a taxi. <laughs> and that's not true. Um, you have to be 18. Um, but the taxi license, every time I get into an Uber, I say the same thing everyone else says. I say, how's your night? Have you been busy? Did you just start driving? Oh, I bet that's so fun. I bet it's crazy driving in Savannah. I bet it's crazy driving in Las Vegas. Like no matter where we at, everyone says the same shit to their Uber driver. Um, so I get through all of that small talk. And then I say, you know, when I was in college, I drove a taxi. And everyone's like, ooh, and then Cameron is rolling his eyes like, here she goes again, going to tell the Uber driver, try to be better than the Uber driver. <laughs> and I, I do, I do. I like try to one up the Uber driver. I'm like, tell me your craziest story. I'm like, oh yeah, someone threw up in here. <laughs> Got you beat. I'm like, someone threw up at the back of a moving golf cart with me driving. How about that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't act like that. But it was a really fun job. Um, I do tell them everything. I, I don't try to one up the Uber drivers, but I do tell them about my taxi time every single time without fail. Um, it was a really fun job, though. And there was one night. This guy, it was like my last ride of the night. It was like 3.30 in the morning. I was so ready to go home. And uh, <laughs> I picked up this dude. And so I'm taking him to his house. And he was like renting a house like with a garage and all of it. And um. We're like small talking, whatever. It's fine. I get into the driveway to drop him off. And he's like, so, uh, are you done driving? I'm like, yep. And he goes, where do you keep the golf carts? And I said, 
in a storage unit? What? And he's like, you could keep it in my garage for the night. And I was like, ooh, no, absolutely not. Good night. He left me a great tip, though, because I think he knew I was like, get away from me. <laughs> I also um used to like it's illegal to have a open container. At least it was not allowed on the golf carts I was driving. I don't know. But they told us like you'll get in big trouble if there's an open drink on this. So people cannot bring a drink on here. So uh, <laughs> people would try to get on with a drink and I'd be like, hey, bet you won't chug that. And all these drunk kids would be like, oh, yeah, yes, I will. And they like take down their drink. And I'd be like, "Woo, that was so easy. Thank you. Put your seatbelt on. Thank you. <laughs> that was a fun job. Can you imagine if they had that in Savannah? It'd either be really fun or really bad. We also had those um, those like lime scooters which I recently learned whenever I went back to Starkville that they now have them again, but it's like a different brand. But we only had them for like a month. They did like a test run and they were like, no, these kids can't handle this. <laughs> and I had heard, I don't know if this is true. I have no idea if this is true, but I had heard that they took them away because people kept bringing them in their, in their houses. <laughs> like instead of like leaving it, you know, outside, once your time is up, they just haul the whole scooter like into their apartment. And I don't know if that's true, but I kind of hope it is because that's really funny. Like the scooter night crew has to come knock on your door and they're like, yo, we're tracking the GPS. We know it's in your house. Please. Can we get that scooter back? <laughs> what? I don't know. That's funny. Anyways, that's all my, uh, my birthday, birthday stuff. It's going to be really fun. I, I really am looking forward to it. Oh, and I forgot to tell you what I'm being. I'm about to sound so annoying and half of you are probably going to like hang up on this podcast after I say what I'm about to say but it's all my favorite things and so I'm going as <laughs> me <laughs> I told my dad that and he was like what is wrong with you how did you how did we get here you need to assess your confidence I was like Meh. um but no I want to go as like rather than picking how can I choose one of my favorite things how could I pick up from that list of 40 how could I do that so I'm gonna go as like my favorite version of myself so I'm gonna like have like a, a crown on or something and I'm definitely gonna be in sequins maybe some kind of tool something and I've got a hair appointment right before this I think I'm gonna get a, like a little purple back in it so, you know, I'm thinking like the most elevated version of me. I'm going to self-tan two nights in a row. Orange AF is what I'm going for. <laughs> I'm really excited. <laughs> so, y'all stay updated. And if you haven't seen pictures by the time this comes out on Monday, check on me because I'm probably dead. <laughs> oh, no, I'm kidding. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it real then. Anyways. I feel like now is a good time to wrap it up because I'm really running dry on, on stories. I can't keep talking about the taxi license or else all of you will start rolling your eyes the same way Cameron does. We can't. We can't do it. <laughs> I'll wrap it up there. I'll be back next week with a guest. Um, let me know what you think about me doing this solo. <laughs> Actually, maybe don't. I don't know if I want to hear the feedback. <laughs> Calvin is laughing out loud. I don't want to hear it. If you hated it, Leave me a five-star review. If you loved it, also leave me a five-star review. I'm going to watch this back in 10 years and want to die. I'm going to be like, no, no, shut up. Anyways, I'll see y'all next week.
Remember, episodes drop every single Monday morning. Uh, YouTube, you can watch us as a web show on YouTube. Or you can listen to me as a podcast only on Spotify, Apple, anywhere you can get a podcast. Um, For real, I meant what I said. If you're enjoying the show, please do leave a review. That helps me more than you know. And um, I know this is after my birthday, but all I want for my birthday is for every single person listening to this to either post it to your Instagram story or send it directly to a friend and tell them to listen. Maybe it doesn't have to be this exact episode. Mm, mm, we'll see how y'all think about it. But your favorite episode, like really the best way for y'all to support me right now is to share this show. The more listeners we have, the better. That's how this show grows. That's how this business grows. Um, that's how you guys can directly help make an impact on this show. Um, thank y'all so much for being here. I love y'all so much. Um, if you're in a funk, you got this. You got this. All right. Bye y'all.